Welcome to the Claremont County Public Library's Book Lovers Podcast, where we talk about all things related to the library. I'm Laura, and I'm joined today by Christine from our New Richmond Branch Library. We're going to talk about books by Ohio author Mindy McGinnis. Ms. McGinnis is the Edgar Award-winning author of several acclaimed novels, as well as the host of the Writer Writer Pants on Fire podcast for aspiring authors. So, Christine, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yay. Okay, Christine, what made you want to talk about Mindy McGinnis's books today? Well, um, as a youth specialist at the New Richmond branch, I like to read a lot of young adult fiction. And um, Mindy has become one of my favorite authors over the last couple of years, um, partly because she's a teen librarian as well, and she's from Ohio, our very own Buckeye State, which I think is really cool. That is cool. I actually looked at my Goodreads list, and I realized that I've actually read a couple of her books, but oh, I didn't wow. realize that she was from Ohio or be a teen librarian, so super cool. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really, um, really cool. Um, I also really like her books because she covers a lot of different genres. Um, she has some fantasy. Some of her books also include dystopian fiction, historic fiction, um, suspense, and real realistic fiction. So she covers just about all of the bases and has something, I think, for everyone. Um, the other thing I really like about her work is that she's not afraid to tackle sometimes difficult real-life issues that teens and young adult young adults face um, every day and so I think that's really important that teens have books that they can relate to and I think that um, a lot of her work definitely fits that description. Awesome. So actually um, I started working at the library a couple years ago and I had never heard of Mindy McGinnis and there was a display set up at our library And every time I walked by it, there was a book on the shelf that always caught my attention. And the cover is really interesting. Um, It's got a pond and a kind of a small cabin-like house and the silhouette of a girl standing on top of it. And the title of the book is Not a Drop to Drink. Well, I walked by that book time after time thinking, hmm, that looks interesting, but I never (laughs) picked it up. And then finally somebody checked it out, and when they returned it, I thought, okay, I need to read this book. So I took it home, and I read it, and I thought, well, that was a great book. I really enjoyed it. And it turns out it was one of Mindy McGinnis's books. It's actually her um, debut novel. And again, the title of the book is called Not a Drop to Drink. Uh, This book is a post-apocalyptic survival story. So... um, if you like action, if you like, um, it's kind of dystopian as well, so if you like The Hunger Games, if you like survival stories, this book um, is definitely for you. It's full of drama, it's got danger, even a little romance uh, in the story. She does cover it all. She does. She's got a little bit of everything in here. So this story is set in a world where drinkable water is a scarcity. Um, And some of the things in this book Although it's not realistic fiction, you could plausibly see happening sometime in the future. Um, So anyhow, water is a scarcity considered more valuable than gold. And 16-year-old Lynn lives with her mom on the family farm, which is set in rural Ohio. And basically, her life focuses solely on survival. There aren't many other people around. She's in a very rural area. And basically, everything her and her mom do are for them to survive. They have to, even though they have a pond, 
It doesn't have enough water for them to survive all year, so they have to collect and sterilize rainwater. They have to, or catch their own food. Um, and of course, they have to protect what is theirs, their house and their pond, because again, water is a scarcity, not everybody has it. So we learned very early on that protecting the pond is their number one priority. And I'd like to read just a little bit um, from the very first chapter of the book. Oh, yes, please do. Your interest. Yes. Lynn was nine the first time she killed to defend the pond. The sweet smell of water luring the man to be picked off like the barn swallows that dared to swoop in for a drink. Mother had killed the people who came too close to their pond before, but over the next seven years, they fell by Lynn's gun as well. Their existence easily wiped out first by a bullet, then by the coyotes before the sun could rise. Death and gunpowder were sent from her childhood. But today, the fall breeze brought something less familiar to her rooftop perch, and her nose wrinkled. What is that? Lynn asked, nerves prickling. So to find out that unfamiliar scent that Lynn was um, smelling, and what happened after, you'll need to pick up Not a Drop to Drink by Mindy McGinnis. Um, again, this was a great book. I highly, highly recommend it. That was great. And what a way to get people to want to check it out. That was a perfect teaser. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Got some more? I do have some more. So the covers of Mindy McGinnis's books always just intrigue me. The next book I brought is called A Madness So Discreet. And um, the cover has a picture of a girl. Um, she's breaking through the floor. So half her body's above the floor, half is below, and there's a hand grabbing at her ankle. So okay. the cover of the book just, again, it just kind of intrigued me. And the other thing that really intrigued me about this book, um, Part of it is set in the Athens Lunatic Asylum, which is in Athens, Ohio, where Ohio University is located, and I went to Ohio University. Oh, super cool. So that really piqued my interest. Yeah, um, the, the Lunatic Asylum is obviously not an asylum anymore. It's called <laughs> The Ridges, and it's actually part of the university where they do research and different things in the building. It's a huge building. Um, and I remember when I went there walking up on the grounds and um, of course we weren't allowed to go in at the time, but just looking at the building, it was really cool and kind of knowing a little sure. bit about the history. So that really piqued my interest about this book. I bet. And also um, this book was the 2016 Edgar Award winner for best young adult novel. Oh, fantastic. So. Um, so this one, again, it's called A Madness So Discreet, is a combination of historic fiction and mystery, and it explores the fine line between sanity and insanity. So the story begins in Boston during the 1800s, and the main character, Grace May, uh, is a pregnant teen who finds herself locked in the Boston Insane Asylum to protect certain family secrets. Of course. Of course. So asylums in the 1800s were not very pretty places. Mm. The patients were not treated very well oftentimes. Um, oftentimes, whether due to ignorance or intentionally, they were harmed. 
um, sometimes even killed. So Grace finds herself at an asylum that is not a pretty place. Um, and due to certain circumstances, she finds herself banished to the dark cellars of the asylum. Oh, that's terrible. You're already in an awful place, and now you get sent to the cellar? Yes. Oh, that sounds awful. Yes. So, Grace is fortunate, though, to escape with the help of a visiting doctor who also dabbles in criminal psychology. So she escapes and ends up at the Athens Lunatic Asylum in Ohio. Um, she ends up in the asylum, but she's not really insane. Okay. Kind of because of those family secrets, that's right. why she ends up there. Right. But to keep from getting caught that she's this escaped patient, mm -hmm. um, she has to pretend like she's insane and that she's had a procedure done on her brain that basically makes her mute. Oh, wow. Okay. So she can't talk. Because of her sharp mind and her keen eye, for detail, she becomes the doctor that helped her escape. She becomes his assistant in crime scenes because, again, he's kind of dabbles in criminal psychology. And so the story basically kind of looks at um, how she helps him to solve a couple of murders that have been happening in the area and kind of what her life is like at this new asylum, which is not quite as terrible as the one she came from. All right. So to find out what happens to Grace, how she ended up in the asylum in the first place, and what happens to her, check out A Madness So Discreet. That sounds really good. I think that's definitely going on my to-be-read list. All right. My next one is called Heroin. And on the cover, it's actually Heroin with an E. Okay. Um, but as you look at the cover, the word Heroin is repeated four more times, but each time a little bit's kind of shaded out. So it's heroin like the drug, and then it's hero, and then it's her. That is some really clever design. So, yes. So heroin, which is actually Mindy's newest book that was just released in 2019, just this spring, uh -huh. um, and actually has become an Amazon best book of the month, takes an extremely powerful look at... Um, the realities of teens and drug addiction, specifically opioids. That's super timely, unfortunately. And uh, yes, so again, as I mentioned before, you know, her books uh, definitely can tackle some difficult issues. And this one, uh, I highly, highly recommend. I think this book should be required reading for teens, teachers, coaches, parents, anybody that has contact or interaction with teens. So in this book, the main character, her name is Mickey, and she's a great student, stellar softball player. She's actually looking at um, going to college to play softball at a Division One school. Her best friend uh, actually has already gotten a full-ride scholarship to play softball at Ohio State. She's a pitcher. So um, they're halfway through their senior year, uh, Mickey and her friend Carolina when a terrible car accident occurs and changes everything. No. So I would like to read again a little bit from oh, yes. this one. Please do. I always love it when somebody comes and they're willing to read to us. It's my own little personal book talk. It's so much is. fun. 
So this is actually kind of from the middle of the book. It's chapter 40, and she starts every chapter with a vocabulary word and the definition. And for this one, the word is boundary, that which indicates or creates a limit or extent, a separating line, a real or imaginary limit. I am not a changed person. I go to school on Monday, and no one knows that I have crossed a line. I have not become someone else. There is no sign on my chest. I am not accused of anything. Ironically, Lydia pulls me aside to apologize for what went down at the lunch table last week. I tell her not to worry about it. But I do not tell her they were wrong. I admit to myself that I am a heroin user, while also updating in my mind what that actually means. I am not a wasted person. I am not prowling the streets. I am not an addict. I am a girl spinning her locker combination. I am a girl who got a B on her math test. I am a girl who has two holes on the inside of her arm, but they do not tell the whole story of me. Wow, that is some powerful writing. And I think one of the great things about this um, is just about anybody can fall into that trap right. of dealing, you know, of doing drugs. Um, you know, she she wasn't the typical what you would think right. of as the typical drug user. I mean, she was a great student. She was an athlete. She was very involved. Um, and just through a series of unfortunate events, that's where she ended up. Um, you know, it just it looks at how you know she interacts with her friends after that point, her parents, um, how she's able to hide it, which I thought was amazing and terrifying. Her parents, they cared and they questioned at times, but she did such a good job of hiding it that they really right. had no idea. This is such a powerful read. Um, I would recommend it to anybody um, that deals with teens, interacts with teens on a regular basis. So I really love this book. Um, I think it's very timely. Um, not necessarily an easy read. There are definitely some parts in it that, that are hard, um, but it's it's a great, a great book. Oh, but I think that's good. I think books about tough subjects should have tough parts in them. I think that's mm -hmm. the worst thing is when you take a tough subject and the author makes it seem like it's it's a problem that's easy to deal with or it's easy to overcome. I mean, that's not right. Not to give too much away, but there are consequences for her actions and it looks at what those consequences are and they are very real and they're very hard consequences. Right. So it doesn't sugarcoat it, it doesn't um, paint a pretty picture of it. It's, it's very realistic, um, and it just kind of lays it out there. So I thought that was, that was good. Really yeah, that sounds like a very powerful book. So um, I would say one thing with some of her books, um, they're young adult um, books. So if you're looking for them in the library, they're going to be in the young adult or teen section. But they definitely are young adults. So like I said, some of the subject matter is, um, is very, um, you definitely want to keep that in mind. Um. Well, and I think something important for people to remember, too, is just because it's in the young adult section does not mean that adults can't enjoy it. Yes. I've found some of the, actually, the best written books, teens are clearly a much more critical audience than mm -hmm. we adults, because I find a lot of those books are actually better written than what mm -hmm. authors that write for adults are turning out. Okay. So Most of what I read is 
either juvenile fiction or young adult fiction, and I agree, there are some fabulous books, very well written. So just because you're an adult does not mean that you cannot read them as That's well. Right. So There's no keep out adult sign yes, in the young adult section. Yes, and I, I mean, I some of them, yes, I very, very much enjoyed, even the ones for kids. So, all right, I have one more book that I have brought, and this one is called The Female of the Species. Um, and this is another one that tackles some kind of difficult subject matter. Um, this one kind of looks at uh, rape and sexual abuse that teens may have to deal with and face, which is probably more common than we realize. Right. Um, and so it also kind of might indirectly deal a little bit with some mental illness. Um, there's definitely some um, kind of violence in the form of revenge. So, but okay. this one, I just kind of like to maybe read the little excerpt yeah, for this one. Um, so the main character, her name is Alex. Alex Kraft. Alex knows how to kill someone and she doesn't feel bad about it. When her older sister, Anna, was murdered three years ago and the killer walked free, Alex uncaged the language she knows best, the language of violence. While her crime goes unpunished, Alex knows she can't be trusted among other people, even in her small hometown. She relegates herself to the shadows, a girl who goes unseen in plain sight, unremarkable in the high school hallways. But Jack Fisher sees her, He's the guy all other guys want to be. The star athlete gunning for valedictorian with the prom queen on his arm. Guilt over the role he played the night Anna's body was discovered hasn't let him forget Alex. And now her green eyes, amid a constellation of freckles, have his attention. He doesn't want to only see Alex Craft, he wants to know her. So does PK, the preacher's kid. A girl whose identity is entangled with her, with her dad's job, though that does not stop her from knowing the taste of beer or missing the touch of her ex-boyfriend. When PK and Alex start working together at the animal shelter, a friendship forms, and Alex's unprotective nature extends to more than just the dogs and cats they care for. Circumstances bring Alex, Jack, and PK together as their senior year unfolds. While partying one night, Alex's darker side breaks out setting the teens on a collision course that will change their lives forever. Mindy artfully crafts three alternating perspectives into a dark and riveting exploration of what it means to be the female of the species. So to find out what happens to Alex and how she gets revenge and what happens between her and Jack, you'll need to read The Female of the Species. Yeah, I actually read that, and I have to say, I really enjoyed it. She is definitely a very skillful writer. Yes. And tackles, as you've said, some really difficult subjects, but actually makes it really engaging. I mean, you really want to know what happens. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of kind of kind of mystery, suspense involved in yes. a lot of her writing, and there are definitely some unexpected things that happen, and she definitely keeps you kind of on the edge of your seat, wanting to know what's right. going to happen next. Um, so yeah, so I really um, enjoyed that one. It was not quite what I had expected, um, and from reading some reviews of her books, I think that kind of is common, especially with this right. one, The Female of the Species. Um, 
she really builds up those characters though so you get to know them and um just really feel for them yes um kind of empathize with them so i really enjoyed that book um a couple of other books mindy has written um one of them that i have read which i did not bring with me today is called this darkness of mine and we actually talked about yes, that we did. Um, a little bit a little bit um, before we started. So this darkness of mine is a really interesting book. I'm going to give you my one word review, which was bonkers. Yes, it was. <laughs> as I kept reading, I'm like, did that just happen? And oh my goodness. And yeah, wow. It definitely, it's a psychological kind of thriller. Um, the main character definitely has some, maybe some mental illness people who like the whole unreliable narrator bit you know gone girl and mm -hmm. those sorts of books i think will enjoy this book because she's very definitely an unreliable narrator pick it up and check it out it kept me kept me reading i'll say that it was definitely interesting definitely intriguing um the verdict's still out i can't decide if i liked it or not but it definitely stuck with me yes me so too. um so again, that one is called This Darkness of Mine. And then her other books, she has a companion novel to the first book I talked about, Not a Drop to Drink, and it's called In a Handful of Dust. Um, it looks at Lynn and um, kind of what happened about 10 years after Not a Drop to Drink took place. Okay. Um, it's not considered a sequel, it's a companion novel, so you right. could pick it up and read it and still know what was going mm -hmm. on. Um, and then she also has two fantasy books. Uh, the first is called Given to the Sea, and the second is called Given to the Earth. Uh, I have not read those yet, but if you're a fan of fantasy, um, I think they sound like they would be very interesting. So, those... I don't think she writes boring books. No, no what the I genre. would say, I, every book I've read of her so far, I, I've enjoyed and I've, I read them quickly. I mean, I just keep right. turning the pages because I want to know what's going to happen next. Absolutely. So, highly recommend um, Mindy McGinnis and um, any of her books. I think you can't go wrong with. All right, super. Well, thank you for joining me today. I really thank appreciate you it. For having me. Absolutely, anytime. Uh, thanks to all of our listeners. I'll have links to the books that Christine talked about in today's podcast in the show notes at ClaremontLibrary.org. If you're so inclined, please rate and review our podcast. It helps other listeners to find us. And you can always reach out on Twitter if you have um, any comments about the books that we've recommended or you just want to hit us up and say hello. We're at Claremont Library. Until next time, reader, read on. <laughs>